Bidzy Small Business Society number 25. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Beresoff. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Today on Bidzy Small Business Society, I am joined by Josh Melliker. Josh has been in the digital video space since 1994. He is a consultant, a trainer, speaker, and serial entrepreneur. Josh's expertise has landed him contracts with companies like Apple, Canon, and CNN. Josh founded and still oversees two successful companies in the digital video industry. We're excited to learn a little bit more about Josh Melliker's interesting entrepreneurial journey. So take it away, Josh. Can you tell us more about yourself on a personal level and a little bit more about your businesses? Well, sure, Rob. Thanks for the opportunity to be on your show. Of course. I have always liked media. You know, I played guitar for a while when I was a, a kid and you know, grew up pretty poor, one of those kind of guys that lives in uh, on floors and attics and, you know, works at uh, fast food places. And, you know, I guess what led me to where I am is the, the, you know, when I was 20, you could buy a book, you could buy a record, but you couldn't buy a video. That just wasn't a thing. In my early 20s, the VHS tape appeared, and suddenly you could actually create and sell a video for the first time in history. And... So it was really interesting to me because I was following the audio, uh, you know, the evolution of audio through uh, having to pay 200 an hour to recording studio to actually being able to uh, create your own audio uh, in, in a home studio. And, of course, digital breakthroughs leading to really a, a huge change in the, you know, the record industry. And, and I thought the same thing's probably going to happen with video. And so that's when I kind of decided I want to get involved in this somehow. And so, you know, started doing video editing and, uh, you know, they switched over the, to the DVD, you know, maybe 15 years ago, pretty smoothly. But then on the internet, I figured, well, you know, the, the collision of the internet and video has got to happen. And I mean, I did 20, 25 things that failed, uh, like a lot of entrepreneurs <laughs> wanted to give up a lot, but, uh, at one point, it's just uh, in the right place in the in the right time. You, you might say. Sometimes people say uh, making your own luck is like standing on on top of a hill with your feet in a pail of water, hoping to get struck by lightning. <laughs> it, it's, there's no guarantee, but you're certainly in a better position than sitting on your couch. Sure. So, Josh, I want to talk about that a little bit more. What was the moment way back in 1994 when you told yourself, hey, I want to devote my energy to digital video? What did you see happening in the marketplace that sort of prompted you to move, uh, move on your ideas? Well, it was really following the audio, the digital audio revolution, and knowing that the video revolution would follow along the same path six or seven years later. Because you could see the cassette, you know, went to CD. And... Uh, later, the internet and video, of course, is just more bandwidth intensive. It takes more room and hard drives. It had to wait for technology to catch up, CPUs to get faster, 
the internet to get faster. Uh, but you could predict the course of things. And then when I uh, started producing, which that was another failed business, being a video producer, I mean, we, we got jobs but starved. But then started doing training and consulting and uh, connected with companies like Apple and Canon in the late 90s, early 2000s. And, uh, you know, because I had lived through the audio revolution, I really had a pretty clear idea of where things were headed. And that was a big advantage uh, because, you know, it was kind of like, our, you know, having crystal ball in effect. And so companies like, you know, Intel, Hewlett Packard, Apple, Canon, they would basically pay me for consulting to tell them what's going to happen in the future and where should we focus our efforts. And uh, we did a lot of training with those companies of tens of thousands of people learning to produce video, digital video. It was, uh, you know, the birth of the digital video revolution. It was very exciting to be involved in, but just through a series of uh, failures, I guess I ended up kind of uh, in the right place, you know, because of that. Sure. Yeah, that sounds like a great learning experience along the way as well, right? It definitely was. Yeah, I did everything wrong that you can possibly do. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just figured it out uh, one step at a time. The Small Business Society podcast wasn't around back then, so I didn't have... No, it certainly was not. <laughs> I didn't have your leadership to, to follow and your interviews to learn from. So now hopefully people won't have to make all the mistakes I did. Sure. So let's talk a little bit more about mistakes and challenges. Josh, you're a self-described serial entrepreneur. You've had some ups and downs, and it's sometimes tough to recognize what success actually feels like until you've fallen down a few times. Can you describe to our listeners, really get us into your head, a specific time when you overcame a tough challenge as an entrepreneur? There was one time when we were talking to Adobe about putting one of our training products in the box of Adobe Premiere, a video editing program. Very popular, the world's most popular. That would have been a huge break for us. And we worked on it. I worked on it for months, you know, talked to him uh, and said, we make these great training. They were multimedia CD-ROMs, by the way, that dates me. And finally, uh, we, I had a meeting at Adobe and they said, we're very sorry. We went with another company, one of your competitors called Total Training. So, uh, so I kind of left that meeting with my hopes it dashed because who else besides Adobe was there? And but because we had put out some really good quality training, uh, the, there was someone at Apple that located me and said, "We want you to do some training for a new product we have called Final Cut Pro." And so it was that failure that kind of led to that phone call. And once we did that training, Apple promoted it, and we sold, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of just uh, one training product, which is you know way more money than I'd ever made in my entire life before then. <laughs> And we started doing actual live workshops. We did seminars. We got involved in their marketing. Uh, and all because this was a brand new field and no one knew much except for, I seem to know a lot because, again, the, the audio background translated to video really well. Sure. It sounds like you were just breaking some new ground and uh, just found some, found some customers along the way that you were able to help and create some value for. One thing I did right in the beginning working with Apple is we did a lot of stuff for free. We didn't say oh, you're a big company, well, a lot bigger company now. They were in 1998 or 99. But we just said, we believe in this mission so much. We want to be the Johnny Appleseeds of digital video, and we want to help you promote this program. And if you want to give us some money, that's fine. If you don't, we're just going to work just as hard because we're, we're mission-driven. 
and we want to help your customers get up and running and, and be happy uh, and produce you know professional looking uh, video. And it was that spirit that got them really behind us. I think if I would have said, tried to negotiate and said, well, you're going to make all this money. We need a chunk of money. I, I don't think that would have worked at that time. I think it was just our willingness to, to do anything. And they found themselves having to kind of scramble to, uh, you know, help us in, in return. And I think that was a, uh, a secret we stumbled on. Work for free. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, I really feel lucky to be in this position where I get to talk to successful entrepreneurs like yourself every single day. I'm just finding out more and more that you just need to create value, help some people, and a byproduct of that is going to be a paycheck. Yeah, you know, luckily, there are people that will take advantage of you, certainly, and there's, you know, I've had plenty of that. But overall, there are enough good people in the world to, to make up for that many times over. So, Josh, you've created successful businesses and you've worked with some prestigious clientele. What rewards do you take away from all of this? What does that success really look and feel like to you? I would say one of the things I'm proudest of is that uh, there was one point when we were selling a little bit of gear, uh, some light kits, and we had a, a team member. I don't really, I, I hate to think I've ever had employees. I always think of everything I do as a team, everybody's involved, but we had someone named Guy and he uh, we no longer had the workshops to be able to support him as a teacher. And so we tossed around some ideas. And so he left the company, but he actually kept kind of working for us for free. So it was another work for free experience. He kept promoting us all over the internet. Finally, I said, you know, look, you love gear. Why don't you take over uh, our gear business? Sell light kits, sell mics, sell tripods, you know, all, all this gear. We'll give you our customer base or, you know, give you access to uh our customer base and, and get going. This guy loved gear. I mean, he was passionate about anything you could shoot something with or edit. And he started a company, and uh, he's now extremely successful. He's got this big company, this big building, all these employees. Uh, and and I realized that I helped that get started. And that's what what success looks like to me. Like when I look at guy, that makes me feel good. I wish I would have like maintained a percentage of that company. I didn't. <laughs> But but just in terms of, of being proud of something, I'm really happy that I got him started and, and he was able to become so successful. Sure. And I mean, that is inspiring just to know that you've helped somebody along the way. You've created jobs. You've created livelihoods along the way in your own livelihood and your own purpose. Josh, I want to talk more about customers. How do you find yours? What would you recommend to an up-and-coming entrepreneur about gaining some traction and building connecting with a new audience? Well, really, the only thing I've done right in terms of promoting, you know, a product or service is, is having a strategic partnership with a much larger company. You know, Apple, uh, you know, exposed the, the company I was DV creators, our company to, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, a certain percentage of which bought our products, you know, um, signed up for our workshops. Canon also, uh, you know, a lighting company would have us in their booth at NAB cause we worked very hard to, to put on great demos and so on. And we got exposed to thousands of people that way. So I would say that the best marketing I've done has been finding a way to be really helpful to a large company and then, you know, leveraging their customer base and their marketing department because, uh, you know, it's a standalone effort. I can't say that I have any great advice. Uh, we currently, we don't really have a sales or marketing department. Uh, the company I'm in now, Purple, 
our customers kind of come to us and it, that's not very smart. We are wanting to put together sales and marketing, yeah. <laughs> but right now our whole mission is build a better product. And if we make a product good enough, word will spread and, you know, build a better mousetrap kind of theory. If you build it, they will come. Exactly. Yep. Okay. We'll finish up after we've had a chance to thank our sponsors. Thinking about starting your own podcast? You need podcastrepairman.com. Lack the technical know-how to create your own podcast? We are currently experiencing technical problems. Please sit by. You need podcastrepairman.com. Not enough time in your day to produce a great podcast? You need podcastrepairman.com. No matter what your need, the Podcast Repairman is here to help. Visit podcastrepairman.com today. Save the $295 setup fee at podcastrepairman.com by including the word Bidzy in your message. So Josh, today we want to try something new on Bidzy Small Business Society. It's a lighter, more fun segment where we want our listeners to know more about your personal interests. Are you ready for this, Josh? Sure. Okay. So first, what kind of cell phone do you use? It's iPhone. What kind of car do you drive? It's actually the only new car I've ever bought in my life. It's called a Genesis from Hyundai, and it's it's a copy of a Mercedes that is really expensive, but it's a very uh, sporty, cushy kind of car. What is your favorite vacation spot? Any place I can scuba dive. So Hawaii, uh, Bali, anywhere in the Caribbean. Those are my favorites. How about your favorite book? You know, I'm not a Robbins cultist, I would say, but I do think that Awaken the Giant Within uh, did change my thinking on a lot of stuff. Josh, what is your favorite meal? Sushi. And besides this one, what is your favorite podcast? You know, Entrepreneur on Fire, uh, John Lee Dumas. I've listened to a few of those episodes. I think he does a good job as, as well. Okay, Josh, we have a few more questions for you. The next one is this. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about just going for it and taking the leap into entrepreneurship? I was lucky to work uh, at a job at a musical instrument store where I had uh, the owner of the store kind of took me under his wing and became a business mentor uh, That where I learned really a lot. And in terms of, of going for it, I remember him saying something once. Like the things he said over the 10 years I worked there are constantly kind of in my mind. And without them, I, I wouldn't be able to do anything. But we did an event and it, and it didn't turn out very well. And at one point I said, I did my best. And he just said, no, you didn't. And so that led to a little argument. Yeah, I did. He said, imagine someone with a gun held to your he- head and $10 million. So if you <laughs> uh, do a good job, you get the $10 million. If you do a bad job, they shoot you in the head. Would have you have done anything differently? And I'm like, yeah, I would have done a lot of stuff differently. And he said, that's doing your best. That is great advice and quite the picture that he painted for you with that scenario. So, Josh, can you tell us what does the future look like for your business? Well, I hope good. <laughs> uh, the company we're with uh, that I'm working at now, uh, Platform Purple, is has gone through a whole year of rebuilding 
kind of like sports teams uh, do a rebuilding year. So last year was, you know, kind of a flat year for us. We, we were up slightly. Uh, and this year, but we uh, have built some new technology that we feel is revolutionary and will be a game changer. And so this year is our opportunity to roll that out and see if the world's as excited about it as, as we are. And so, you know, the future to us is trying to give people a viable alternative to physical media like DVDs and Blu-ray discs and um, really empower content creators and marketers and consumers to be able to produce and deliver and enjoy content, mostly video content, wherever they are, any screen, online or offline. Josh, you've blazed those trails before and it sounds like you're going to do it again. Last question I have for you is how can people connect with you? Well, I'm Josh at platformpurple.com, and I welcome any and all emails. Uh, if there's any way I can be of help to somebody, let me know. If someone's looking for an opportunity, we're always looking for people. I would say our biggest challenge, or my biggest challenge, has been finding the right people, people who are a good fit, and especially people who are devoted. I have, I'm on a team now that I'm really lucky to work with the people I do, but there's not very many of them. There's really only, uh, you know, three main people and and a, some other kind of secondary people. But and I'd say the the challenge has really been finding people who are uh, want a mission and not just a paycheck. Well, that's it, Josh. I want to give you my sincere thanks for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. All right. Thank you. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Thanks for joining me today on Bidzy's Small Business Society. Visit Bidzy.com for more information on how you can grow your small business. Support Bidzy's Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy's Small Business Society today. 